From CJBT Productions, the team that brings you the Music History Today daily podcast, comes the Music Halls of Fame podcast. Each week, we'll discuss an inductee of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, along with examining whether a given artist of the week deserves to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Plus, we will talk about another Hall of Fame, Music Museum, or Walk of Fame, along with an inductee. So, as we get back to the quote-unquote new normal, if you love music and you love to support music museums and walks of fame, then please like, subscribe, and share the Music Halls of Fame podcast. Out now on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts from. The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the Music History Today podcast for January 28th. On today's show, we have Elvis Presley, Def Jam, and We Are the World. First up, though, on this date in 1936, the official Soviet Union propaganda newspaper Pravda gave a negative review to Dmitry Shostakovich's opera Lady Macbeth of the Mintz District, which caused Shostakovich at least a little bit of trouble. In 1956, Elvis Presley appeared on television for the first time. It was on the Dorsey Brothers stage show. In 1959, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin performed at the Sands Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada, unofficially beginning the Rat Pack era. In 1963, Bill Anderson released the song Still. In 1965, The Who performed on English television for the first time when they played on the show Ready, Steady, Go. In 1966, Brian Poole left the group The Tremolos. In 1967, The Rolling Stones released the song Let's Spend the Night Together. In 1969, Stevie Wonder released the song My Sharia Moore. In 1979, the musical The Wiz closed on Broadway. In 1984, hip-hop pioneering record label Def Jam Records released their very first single. It was T. La Rock and Jazzy J's It's Yours. Also on the same day, Trevor Horn became the first producer to hold the number one single in America and in England in the same week, when Yes hit number one in America with Owner of a Lonely Heart, and Frankie Goes to Hollywood hit number one in England with Relax, both singles Trevor Horn produced. In 1985, the charity single We Are the World was recorded. Also on the same day, Jimmy Buffett's first Margaritaville restaurant was opened. In 1990, Aaron Neville sang the national anthem at the Super Bowl. In 1996, Diana Ross performed the halftime show at the Super Bowl. In 1997, Johnny Lang released his album, Lie to Me. In 2001, the Backstreet Boys sang the national anthem at the Super Bowl. In 2008, Dave Buckner left Papa Roach. 
In 2014, the group Motley Crue signed an agreement to never tour again. In 2022, they're scheduled to go back out on tour with Def Leppard. Because just because you sign an agreement doesn't mean you actually honor it. Oh well. In award ceremonies that were held on January 28th in 1985, Lionel Richie was the big winner at the American Music Awards. In 1991, Janet Jackson and MC Hammer were the big winners at the American Music Awards. And in 2018, Bruno Mars was the big winner at the Grammy Awards, winning Album of the Year, Song of the Year, and Record of the Year. Shakira that year was also the first female artist to win the Best Latin Album category twice. Artists who were born on January 28th include rapper Rick Ross, singer Harvey, singer J. Cole, singer Maluma, rapper That Girl Lele, singer Sarah McLaughlin, Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys, Joey Fatone of NSYNC, Singer Peter Schilling, who sang the 80s version of Major Tom. Tweet Brown of Next. Rapper Rakim. DJ Muggs of Cypress Hill. Rick Allen of the Box Tops. Dick Taylor of The Pretty Things. Brian Keenan of Manfred Mann. Country singer Bill Phillips. Musician Acker Bilk. Jazz musician Ronnie Scott. Danny Spitz of Anthrax. Donald Tarvey of obituary composer william golden pianist arthur rubinstein billy bass nelson of funkadelic songwriter george green drummer sean murray of mink deville dave sharp of the alarm matt devries of chimera brian keenan of the chamber brothers robert wyatt of soft machine Ashley Purdy of the Black Veil Brides, rapper Big Freedia, rapper Swaco the Child, and rapper AKA. Artists who unfortunately passed away on January 28th include composer John Wainwright, who passed away in 1768 at the age of 44. Composer Jan Rossler passed away in 1813 at the age of 41. Composer Friedrich Kunzel passed away in 1817 at the age of 55. Composer Prudent Louis de Boulay passed away in 1869 at the age of 72. Composer Henry Pearson passed away in 1873 at the age of 57. Composer Joseph Barnby passed away in 1896 at the age of 57. Composer Augusta Holmes passed away in 1903 at the age of 55. Composer Jose Robles passed away in 1910 at the age of 74. Composer Franz Ahrens passed away in 1932 at the age of 75. Composer Pablo Luna passed away in 1942 at the age of 61. Composer Rinaldo Hahn passed away in 1947 at the age of 72. Organist Gustav Nordquist passed away in 1949 at the age of 62. Composer Victor Keldorfer passed away in 1959 at the age of 85. Composer Jeff Van Durm passed away in 1965 at the age of 57. 
Singer-songwriter Chris Kenner passed away in 1976 at the age of 46. Singer Billy Fury passed away in 1983 at the age of 42. Jazz pianist Sweet Emma Barrett passed away in 1983 at the age of 85. Country singer Al Dexter passed away in 1984 at the age of 78. Singer Kevin Connor of H-Town passed away in 2003 at the age of 28. Drummer Mel Pritchard of the Barclay James Harvest passed away in 2004 at the age of 56. On that same day, composer Trevor Hold passed away. Trevor was 64 years old. Singer-songwriter Jim Capaldi of Traffic passed away in 2005 at the age of 60. Keyboardist Billy Powell of Leonard Skinner passed away in 2009 at the age of 56 on the same day as jazz keyboardist Arthur Jenkins Jr. Arthur was 72 years old. Pianist Bobby Sharp passed away in 2013 at the age of 88. Singer Louise Lopez, who sang with Odyssey, their famous song, was a native New Yorker in the disco era. Louise passed away in 2015 at the age of 81. Here's a weird one for you. Paul Kantner, the singer, and also singer... Signe Tolly Anderson, both members of Jefferson Airplane, passed away of separate things at the same age on the same day. Paul Kantner of Jefferson Airplane passed away in 2016 from a heart attack at the age of 74. Signe Tolly Anderson of Jefferson Airplane passed away of chronic obstructive pulmonary disease in 2016 at the age of 74. Kind of an odd one for you, but it happened. Keyboardist Jeff Nichols of Black Sabbath passed away in 2017 at the age of 72. Singer Bobby Freeman passed away in 2017 at the age of 76. Singer Pepe Smith of the Juan de la Cruz Band passed away in 2019 at the age of 71. And singer Yaskar Sorante passed away in 2019 at the age of 48. And that is it for the Music History Today podcast for January 28th. Thanks for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, basically everything having to do with this podcast is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, etc., all under Music History Today. If you would like to support this podcast, our Patreon can be found at patreon.com backslash music history today we are also on twitter at music history day and you can now find us on youtube don't forget to like subscribe and hit that notification bell anytime you want to know exactly what videos are dropped and when 
All of those links can be found in the show notes below. Thank you very, very much for listening.